Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, And hi again, everybody, and welcome to another episode, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Podcast coming up in just a moment, but first I want to tell you that we are brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you, for your plumbing needs and repairs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X Plumbing. Dot com. And remember, if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Hope in sports is a funny thing. I say that because if you are a fan of a bad team and a bad franchise, it really doesn't take much for you to get your hopes up, right? It doesn't take you much to get excited. Whereas if you are a fan of a team that's a perennial winner, such as the New York Yankees, or if you were a fan of the Celtics or the Lakers or the Montreal Canadiens, you get my drift. Uh, you can get spoiled, But when you are a fan of a bad team, you're not really spoiled because all you want is something to be happy about when you root for your team. I use this year as a great example in the National Football League, two teams that were supposed to be awful, the Jets and the Giants, look like they are well on their way to the playoffs. If you were a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals last year, I mean, all you wanted was Joe Burrow and new receiver Jamar Chase to be an item, and they were, but in your wildest dreams, you could have never imagined that you would be watching your team in the Super Bowl. But hope comes and hope goes. So you look at the Bengals this year, and you're like, okay, was last year a fluke? But even if last year was a fluke, at least you had a year's worth of enjoyment And when I mean a year's worth, I mean a full year's worth. And you can even add on to that, even though your team lost in the Super Bowl. In Sacramento, being a Kings fan, well, yes, it can be unbelievably frustrating. 16 years of not being 500, 16 years of missing the playoffs. And so when the team wins a couple of games, your hope is heightened and you're going, wow, could it be that this will be the year? Even though we're not yet to Thanksgiving, 
hope is on the rise in Sacktown because going into tonight's game with the San Antonio Spurs, the Kings are a mighty 6-6. Six and 6-6 six. Six and six is pretty damn good when you start off 0-4. And, and it takes me back to my childhood when I was growing up rooting for my favorite teams other than the Knicks. The Yankees were horrible. The New York Giants were awful. And the Rangers never did anything when I was growing up. My favorite teams other than the Knicks were terrible. And you couldn't get tickets to go to the Knicks games, so you only could really follow them once in a while on television and via the radio, and that's how I got started in this business, listening to Marv Albert do the Knicks games and the Rangers games pretty much on a nightly basis. But what about hope? I had hope as a kid, but you also had the reality, even as a young child, that your team stinks, that they were going to stink, and that you weren't going to be watching that team in the playoffs. I mean, as a Yankees fan, my team was out of it by June 1st. A New York Giants fan, they were out of it before the end of September. And as a Rangers fan, you know, at that point in my life, I was just happy to go to the games and watch hockey because it's such a great sport to watch in person. But what about hope in sports? What is it about the Sacramento fans? And again, as a kid growing up, I never once told my dad I didn't want to go to a game because the team that I rooted for was awful. And I always get into debates about this with fans of Sacramento. You know, when the team wasn't doing well, well, you know, I don't want to go and sit in the upper deck and upstairs with my kids. And your kids would love it. Your kids wouldn't care whether you're sit- where you're sitting. I always, never once, I always tell this story, not once did I ever ask my dad, why every Sunday afternoon we were sitting in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium to watch the New York Giants play where when the ball went down to the other side of the field, you couldn't see anything. Never entered my mind. Never. I never once asked my dad when we went to Madison Square Garden to watch the Rangers play why we were in the blue seats, which is the balcony at Madison Square Garden. Didn't care. Didn't matter to me. Never had good seats at a Yankees game. I remember for my 10th birthday, The Yankees were playing the Detroit Tigers on June 18th. And I remember my dad bolting out of the seats, going after a foul ball, which was really not close to where we were. And my dad came back with the ball. And I didn't realize it at the time because it didn't really mean anything to me. I went back and looked at the box score of that game. And there were 10,000 people at a stadium that held, what, 80,000 back then? The whole place was empty. Of course, my dad got the foul ball. There was nobody there. Think about that. And we weren't sitting down near the field. No, we were in the upper deck on the third base side. Upper deck, Yankee Stadium for my 10th birthday. Didn't matter. I was so happy to be at a big league ball game. I've never understood the people that go, well, you know, I can't get good seats. Go ask your son or your daughter, all right, or your niece or your nephew, or go ask somebody even an adult that doesn't get a chance to go to a professional game very often and ask them if they want to go, all right? And then when you get to the second level, you're not going to see them be disappointed. They're going to be happy as heck that they're at the game. And again, as a kid, growing up without hope as a young person might be different than as an adult. And I think it is. I think when you're an adult, you have a completely different perspective on sports. When you're a kid, 
You just want to go to the games. You don't really care. You know, it doesn't have great meaning to you whether the team is winning or losing. Yeah, we all want to root for a winning team. We all want to see a winning team. But the joy that comes with being at a game with your mom or dad or aunt or uncle or brothers or sister, or you can go on and on. I've always thought that was what sports is all about. It's what we go to the games for. You know, we bond with our friends and our families. You know, I can't imagine my life without being at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sporting events with my father or my brother. You know, I was blessed. We had season tickets for the Giants and the Jets growing up. I was at an NFL game every single Sunday. We were at Ranger games a lot on Sunday afternoon, the matinees. My dad would come home sometimes and, you know, ask us if we had done our homework and, you know, if not, get the work done because we're going to watch a college basketball game on the island, whether it was Kings Point or maybe we would take a drive and go up to West Point or whatever the case may be. I I never, ever once said, gee, why are we going to the game? I always loved going to live sporting events. But Hope, what about Hope in Sacramento? What about Hope for Kings fans? Think about that. Think about the hope that you, as a fan, seem to have right now. I did a show on YouTube Live on Friday night, and I had a hell of an audience. And I had 30,000 people viewing that on Twitter. Think about that for a minute. Kings, Lakers, Lakers are terrible. Kings had started off 0-4. At the time, they were two games under 500, And the interest is there because of hope. Because you can watch and you can say, gee, you know what? This team's got a chance to be decent. We're not going to win a championship. There's nobody that's watching the Kings right now that feels they're going to be watching a team in the NBA Finals come June. But hope means different things for different franchises. Hope for the Sacramento Kings means just be one of the eight teams that make it to the playoffs. If I told you right now that the Kings would finish eighth in the West and get swept in the first round, you would sign up for that. You'd go out and buy your champagne and you would be dancing in the streets. You would do anything to have the hope of ending 16 years of misery. And isn't hope an incredible thing in the arena of sports? Think about what hope can do for you, right? Think about when your team gives you hope and they win against the world champion Warriors or they beat the Lakers, although they're depleted. Think about the extra hop in your step. Think about you getting on your phone and bragging to your Warrior fans or your Laker fans or whatever the case may be. Think about how that helps the enjoyment in your life. Think about what it does for you. Puts you in a better mood, right? Hope is an incredible thing, but hope can also fade. If the Kings lose tonight and lose to the Spurs, and they got the Pistons coming up and then go on the road and get swept on a very difficult East Coast swing, including Memphis, your hope is going to once again be dwindled, and you're going to be like, here we go again. I'm fascinated by the word hope and sports because, again, it means so many different things to different people. But if you're a fan of a bad franchise, and make no mistake about it, the Kings have certainly been a bad franchise. Hope is a beautiful thing. I know I lived it throughout my entire childhood as a diehard Yankees fan, Giants fan, and Rangers fan. I never saw the Yankees in the playoffs as a kid. I never saw the Giants in the playoffs as a kid. Absolutely never. Didn't even think about it. I knew the season was going to begin, and we weren't going to be at a playoff game. Period. Wasn't going to happen. You know, I, I actually watched Mickey Mantle play at Yankee Stadium. 
Think about that for a moment. Yankees were terrible when I was growing up. Awful. Absolutely terrible. One of the most storied franchises in all of sports. But as a kid, uh uh-uh. I had to wait until the mid-70s to see the Yankees in the playoffs. And that was 1976 when Chris Chambliss hit the home run to win the pennant. And then the Yankees got swept by the Cincinnati Reds in that World Series that year. I didn't care. I was so happy. Are you kidding me? I was happy as all hell. Didn't matter that the Yankees got swept. I had hope. And then the Yankees would win the next two World Series. Hope is a beautiful thing in sports. Hope means just for the Kings fans, get into the playoffs. Finally, end the futility, end the misery. Hope comes, hope goes. But I'm fascinated by what's going on in Sacramento right now and by the interest in the fans. I see it on my social media posts, my YouTube rants. I see it on my podcast numbers. Whenever I talk about the Kings, the numbers are increased. When I talk about something that has nothing to do with the Kings, my numbers are not nearly as good. Sacramento, where most of my fan base is, hope. Most of the people that listen to me, most, not all, are Kings fans. And because of that, they have hope. They have something that they have not had in a long time. They have legitimate hope. They have a bona fide all-star in DeMontis Sabonis, two-time all-star. They have another player that may very well be an all-star this year in De'Aaron Fox. They see a prized rookie in Keegan Murray, and they see what he did Sunday night against the Warriors, and they're like, wow, this kid is going to be so darn good. You pick up a Kevin Herter from Atlanta, and we can go right on down the list, and you have hope. You have a Malik Monk that you pick up from the Lakers. And again, it provides you with hope. Hope is a beautiful thing. Hope comes, hope goes, but right now there is hope in Sacramento and I, for one, love to see it. I've been very transparent on my shows, been very honest about how I feel about what's going on in Sacramento as it affected my life. You know, I don't root for the Kings on a daily basis the way I used to. And as the announcer for 32 years, you don't just root for the team. The team is your family. That's your life. You have two families. You have your own family, and then you have your king's family. And you live and die with the wins and the losses and the ups and the downs. That's your life. You live it every single year for 32 years. But it's not part of my life anymore. So I judge it differently. But you know what I do root for? I root for the fans. I root for you. I root for the hope. I root for the misery to end. I root for you to be able to take your sons or daughters or, you know, nieces or nephews or people that don't want to go to the games in the past because the team has been so bad. I root for you to have passion that comes from the hope that you're seeing now. That's what I root for. As far as rooting for the team, game to game, I don't do it anymore. But I do root for you, and it's a beautiful thing. Hope in sports Think about how much better your life has been. Really, think about a better mood that you've been in the last week with this winning streak for Sacramento. Will it continue tonight? If the Kings beat the Nets, I bet you wake up in a much better mood tomorrow than if they lose. That's my prediction. H-O-P-E, a beautiful thing. Let's now get to our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I will answer your question on my next podcast. Reed asks, should Dre Greenlaw have been ejected? This is going to have something to do with my rant, but in a nutshell, 
No. In my opinion, it was an incorrect call. Tony wants to know, how far do you predict the Vikings will get through the playoffs? Tony, can we at least get through the regular season first before we start talking about the playoffs? Have they clinched the playoff spot yet, Tony? I mean, what happens if Kirk Cousins gets hurt? What happens if Dalvin Cook gets hurt? All right? What happens if Jefferson gets hurt? Can we stop with the playoff talk? We're in November. Come on, Tony. Come on now. Nick wants to know, are you surprised Matt Ryan got the starting job back? No, veteran coach certainly probably wants to go with a guy that he knows has done it before. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I'm really not. Sean wants to know, are all the NFL games played in Europe a waste of time and money? Well, they're certainly not a waste of money. And I will tell you that, and I'm not a fan of the games in Europe, but everyone is raving about what happened in Munich on Sunday when the Bucks played the Seahawks. I mean, everyone is raving about it. Even Tom Brady said, called it one of the great experiences he's ever had in football. Think about that for a moment. Josh wants to know, has Colt McCoy taken the starting job for Murray? I don't see how. With what they have invested in Murray... I mean, think about the contract they just give Kyler Murray. I, I don't think there's any way, Josh, that they could do that. Bryce wants to know, is Tyrese Halliburton right that the Kings are bad because they are an organization with zero culture? No, I think he's spot on. I think he's absolutely correct. I think that's been one of the biggest problems uh, in Sacramento. I didn't hear all of his comments. Somebody just hit me up on social media about this recently. But no, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Dakota wants to know, any chance Manfred seriously considers Pete Rose's letter? Haven't even been following the story, Dakota, but the answer is no. Absolutely not. Alex wants to know, is Joe Missoula coaching well? Well, you know, the Celtics are number one in the East, and, you know, he's the guy that wasn't supposed to be coaching. So the record speaks for itself, right? So I would have to say, yeah, he's coaching Pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180. Zoom 180 is a revolutionary new flashlight that is currently in production and will be available to you in the near future. All right? And when it is available... When mass production is done, I will tell you all about this incredible flashlight. It's not anything like you've seen before because there's never been anything quite like Zoom 180. It will blow you away and you'll be like, Napes, how on earth do I order one of those flashlights? It's incredible. I've seen it firsthand and it will absolutely blow you away. Zoom 180, remember the name and remember that I talked about this in November and remember, when you are ordering it, you'll go, Napes, I need to get one or two. You may need a couple, all right? Do you have places in different areas? Uh, I've got a couple of friends already in Montana. They have a lot of land up there, and they're like, man, I cannot wait till I get my hands on a Zoom 180. It's awesome. Zoom 180 will be coming to you soon. Does physics not apply in the National Football League? Now, think about this for a minute. The play last night that preserved the victory for Washington when their quarterback Heineke gave himself up and then got run into by Graham, the linebacker for the Eagles, Brandon Graham, 
who was clearly trying to stop his momentum, went to his knees, but still ran into the quarterback. Since when do we ignore the law of physics? All right? When an object is moving at a certain force, it does not stop, boom, on a dime, especially human beings. In my opinion, that was a horrible call, and there's no common sense left in the National Football League. We saw it on Sunday with Dre Greenlaw and the hit on Justin Herbert when Herbert's body changed, being pushed from behind, tackled, and Dre Greenlaw got him in the helmet. Now, the Greenlaw thing, to me, a little bit more of a penalty. All right, I, I could, I can at least, you could at least convince me of that, although I didn't agree with it. But what happened last night is awful. The National Football League should be ashamed of themselves to have 300-pound freak athletes going at full speed, and then you expect them to just stop on a dime. Awful. Terrible. And I thought last night was a horrible call, and it doesn't mean Philadelphia would have won the game, but the Eagles would have gotten the ball back, and who knows? Maybe without any timeouts, they go down the field and score a touchdown. What I do know is they got robbed of that opportunity because the NFL does not believe in the law of physics. And I think that is absolutely awful. Hey, folks, great having you on board. Don't forget tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, on my YouTube live channel, Jerry Reynolds to talk about the Kings and the NBA. Make it a good one. Great having you here. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.